0: and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is the division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply.
1: It's the worst case scenario, a cyber attack targeted the computer systems of several governmental departments in Suffolk County, forcing officials to halt services. Among those affected are computing services handling real estate transactions. Welcome to The Principal, I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Earlier this month, NMP staff writer Steve Good talked with Rick Hill, vice president of industry technology for the MBA. Let's hear what he had to say about the cybersecurity threats that the industry faces.
2: So can you tell me what your role is with MBA regarding cybersecurity?
3: Yeah, so I, I would classify it as, as probably um, really in one way is, is um, understanding what's going on, the risks to um, mortgage financial institutions uh, and uh, keeping them informed. And, and so the information would be, uh, risks that, that might be unique or evolving, uh, new regulations, uh, that folks, uh, might need to comply with, uh, and then trying to bring in, uh, experts when, when, uh, when prudent or when, when, um, I, I think it may be beneficial, um, to, to talk about stuff, uh, you, you know, the sort of the, the overall direction of, of um, again, risks as well as addressing those risks. So, a example of that might be, um, if you're familiar with sort of the, the, what's going on with quantum computing, you know, there's, um, you, you know, worries that some have that uh, eventually they'll be able to crack encryption or certain types of encryption with uh, quantum computers. And so, uh, NIST, if you're familiar with them, has a an initiative underway, um, you know, looking at that, trying to figure out, you know, what the standards need to be in the long term to ensure that uh, quantum computers can't um, crack uh, the encryption, you know, that exists. And and so um, that's something that NIST is working on, but we started to follow as they're looking at it. It's something that's event future, right? It's not not deemed to be a risk today, uh, but it's deemed to be something that uh, we need to pay attention to certainly within a few years. And so that's the kind of thing we're trying to look um, forward, uh, not not just looking and saying, you know, oh, this, this bad guy had a, a new trick, you know, yesterday, tell everybody about it. It's also looking forward.
2: So the idea is always to try to stay a step ahead of them?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well as best you can right it's it's so it is a mix um, so it's telling people certainly about threats that that we hear about that you know are being executed uh, but but yeah the goal is is certainly to um, keep my members as informed as possible so they're able to protect themselves as best possible
2: what are the current risks that are sort of popular among the the, uh, the cyber attackers?
3: Um, I wouldn't say there's anything so-called new, um, that you probably haven't heard about over the last couple of years. Uh, certainly phishing attacks, <clears throat> they continue, they continue to be extremely creative, um, y- 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 you know, in, in their efforts. Um, and, and, you know, the, the goal with phishing, obviously, is to somehow get inside the wall to then do something, you know, to execute ransomware or, or whatever it might be. Um, but, uh, you know, depending upon the targets um, and, and who the bad actor happens to be, um, they, they may spend a good amount of time uh, trying to um, figure out sort of how to induce somebody to click right to, to get folks to uh to, to not realize right that it's actually fishing and so the messages can be very very good um you know i see them I, I don't see them every day i probably see something certainly every couple of days and every so often i'll look at something and say you know i, I kind of immediately know it's fishing but i'll say you know this is pretty good yeah. right and I'll forward it off to our security professionals, just like, just like our members will.
2: Um, what are you telling your members these days? Like uh, how to be diligent?
3: Yeah. So it's, um, a constant thing of, if you think about most companies, we, you, you know, we all encourage each other to, um, have annual training, you, you know, for their folks, um, because really, unfortunately, the, the human is, is often the weak link. Um, so raising awareness through forms of, of, uh, annual training or, and, you know, doing your own internal, um, phishing campaigns, right? To, to really just make people pause if, if they're seeing messages that, that just you know, they're not expecting that doesn't sound right, doesn't seem right to them. It's just, you, you want to put a little pause sometimes, uh, in people. Um, if, if they're, you know, sort of their antenna goes up a little bit, you, you, you want it to go up a, at the right times. And, uh, so, so, you know, that's something that we encourage. Um, we do that. We, we do webinars multiple times a year on, you know, current risks or, or, you know, um, you know, uh, if if a regulator or, or CSPS puts out, you know, their manual and things like that, you know, we'll we'll educate our folks on that stuff. Because it's it's another form of of uh, awareness and, and all. Um so so I look at it as you know, really what we do is constantly trying to keep people informed um of, of what's going on, either you know, again through webinars, uh sometimes it's it's an email, right? Or 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 one of our notices that go out um that says, hey, you know, there's something particular going on. Um so, so it, it, you know, that's that's really it. Um I do have a cybersecurity work group that is made up uh <clears throat> primarily of chief information security officers. Uh, those conversations are right. They're, right? They're professionals, right? These are these are the people in the industry who who deal with the threats every day, and they talk about you know the threats they're seeing, um, the, the the things that they they, they see that that may not be in mortgage, right? These guys are frankly paying attention to everything, because you know the hope is is, is that you hear about it perhaps in another industry or or wherever. That you can uh, up your defenses, um, you know, before before they start attacking uh, the mortgage industry. So, so, so I I'd say most of our time is really a, awareness training.
2: So, how does the uh, CSBS's exam programs fit into that?
3: Yeah, so it's a two part thing. As, as probably you know, the first part is it's the manual for the examiners, right? So it it's it's what they will follow. But it's also helpful um, to uh the financial institutions or, or the vendors in our industry and really anybody, because it's another way of of understanding um how questions are being asked. Um so they're they're asked, you know, if you the examiner follows this manual, um, they're gonna go in, they're gonna sit down with, with the financial institution they're examining and, and they're gonna walk through all this stuff. And, and part of that is if you are a financial institution and you review it yourself, um, right. It's, 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 Oh, somebody's asking about this. There must be a reason for it. Right. If if somebody maybe isn't, um, uh, hasn't looked at it a certain way, um, this gives them the opportunity to think about, you you know, how they're managing their own risks uh, from another way. Um, So let me back up a step. There are a lot of, risk assessment methodologies and all out there for cybersecurity, um, you, you know, most organizations will look at that and, and sort of assess their risk and follow along. This asks the same kinds of questions as these risk assessments do, but as an examiner. And and, and so it just makes you to so think about what I said about kind of this, uh, constant awareness stuff. It's just using different words sometimes to ask the same kinds of questions um, that, that is intended to help uh, improve the security posture of everybody.
2: How many members does the MBA have? Approximately.
3: Uh, um, uh, Adam, do we, do we, is that okay? But, to, to yeah. Speak? Yeah. I mean, we have nine, uh-huh. 1900 member companies. Um. I I see different numbers. I I thought last year we were at twenty three hundred or something, but uh, forgive me. I I, uh, we can get you an um, an official number.
2: Is it expensive to keep up with cybersecurity? (laughs) Uh,
3: Yes, it is. (laughs) Flat out, yes, it is. Um, It is an expensive proposition. Um, Certainly, the um, technologies. you know, can be expensive, but having the staff, having the professional security staff, uh, it, you know, they're very they're premium, uh, at this point. And so, um, it can be, it can be quite expensive to protect yourself. Absolutely.
2: Do the, does the cost of protecting yourself outweigh the cost of what it could, what could happen if you get attacked?
3: <laughs> um uh, yeah uh, well I I think I'm understanding the words you're using but yeah um, there, there's uh, the, 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 although costs are high the cost of of somebody getting in let's say ransomware or something the harm to your business um, can, can be significant um, so, so yeah you you know spending the money is uh, to protect yourself is, is, is better. Yes.
2: Is there a, is there a dollar number that they put on the cost of uh, these, these, uh, these breaches to, to, you know, to financial um, institutions?
3: You know, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think as, as you asked that, if I've seen numbers, um, You know, sometimes the FBI and others put out stats, but I don't. I don't know that I've seen something to financial institutions specifically. Okay. Um. You, you, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure I see anything that I would want to quote.
2: You okay. know what I mean? Sure. I,
3: I, uh, I understand.
2: Yeah. Um, when I was speaking with Chuck the other day, he, he mentioned that there's sort of the, the driving force for for them was the equifax breach in 2017 that's when they kind of said we really got to start trying to get a better handle on this has has the 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 business of cyber attacks has it changed much since then is it has it evolved um or is it kind of the same kind of thing as it was back then Uh, that's kind of a, a
3: tough question to try to ask um Cyber events, major cyber events, um, certainly bring attention to the risks. Um, they heighten awareness. Um, usually, um, after any major event, certainly executives and, and board uh, board members and all ask a lot of questions. What I'd say is, Perhaps increasingly, the security uh, managers, whoever happens to be the head of the security departments, um, are being asked on a regular basis what they're doing, what threats they've experienced, how they're mitigating them, uh, um, what it's costing, (laughs) right, Um, all of those things And uh, those those conversations are happening at board levels, And I would say that's a evolution over time. I wouldn't want to necessarily attach it to any one incident, right? Um, uh, I'd probably more attach it to just the ongoing awareness of of incidents in general um, and, and that leading to that evolution.
0: Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com.
2: So it doesn't necessarily need to be a a major event like the the Equifax hack. Uh, It can be something a lot smaller just to give you get, get their attention to say hey you need to be uh, watching out for this
3: <clears throat> yeah, so so i'd say that maybe the way i say it is that certainly the big events that make the news um right you you get more questions immediately after that and and i think seeing major events in the news anything in the news um, or, or hearing about it through our communications or other people's communications. I think that's what's driving, you know, that awareness. Um, and I will say also, um, examiners, right? Regulators, examiners, um, certainly are asking more about it. So with, with sort of that public awareness that, right, you, you're just aware of what's going on in the world. Um, you, you know, your internal folks informing you of risks regulators saying hey how are you dealing with this this is important I think you, you can kind of see it coming from a lot of angles um, and and that's r- really resulted in a I think a positive development which is that that, that cyber is discussed um, and is discussed regularly
2: is the battle ever over
3: no um, <clears throat> I've asked that question so I am not a Cyber professional, right? It's <clears throat> not what I do day to day. And I but I talk with these guys, somebody on this subject pretty much every day. Um, and for a number of years, every so often, I ask that question. And I say, Is there ever gonna be a solution to to, to this? And and the answer is not not it's not foreseen yet
2: and why do you Which think means, that is oh i'm yeah. sorry didn't mean it yeah yeah It's just
3: it, sorry um so why do i think that is is is, is there's bad guys um <laughs> unfortunately <clears throat> and i don't think we're ever going to get rid of bad actors in in this world and um if they can find a way to, to cause harm, either for, um, geopolitical reasons, um, or financial reasons, um, right? They're gonna, they're gonna do it. Um, and, and so, um, you, you know, there isn't, there is, again, as far as any of these experts have ever said to me, there isn't a, um, there isn't a day that they're seeing that you, this stops to be something we pay attention to.
2: Um, the, uh, I'm sorry, lost my train of thought here for a second. Oh, uh, getting back to the the exam programs, are you recommending to your members mm-hmm. that they uh, take advantage of this, this offering from CUSPS?
3: Yeah, it's, it, it, um, so we, when they released them, we put out, um, a, a note, I think the day after it came out in, in Newslink, uh, which is, uh, you, uh, you probably read Newslink, um, and, and, uh, covered it there. Michael Forehand, uh, covered it. Uh, I think, my, yeah, I think it was Michael Forehand. I did it. Um, we may actually do a webinar on it, uh, sometime here, um, you know, over the course of the fall when we've had time to sort of pull, pull stuff together to, um, to use it to, to inform folks. Um, so, uh, you, you know, we, I look at it as I mentioned earlier, another way to help point out things to ask for, for folks to ask themselves questions. Um, it is. So, sort of think of it as, um, if you can sort of talk about a certain subject from a bunch of different angles, it can help you understand and learn about the risks, uh, better. And therefore the intent, right, is to help you have that, that, um, good cyber posture. And, and so, uh, y- you know, w- we welcome you know, something like this certainly to help our members. Um, I, I think, you know, for the examiners, it's, it's also a good thing, right? So, it, you know, it will help them to develop their skills in, in this area. And over time, you, you know, the hope is that they can, in their conversations with, with, um, with national institutions, can, can, you know, make recommendations, right? Can say, hey, you know, we, we're seeing this here and, and someone may say, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, and, and, and that's, I think that's the evolution that, that I see maybe really positive with all of this is when it comes to cyber security and examiners, it's, it seems to be less of a gotcha. And it's a more of an understanding that the financial institution um, is also a victim right, right yep. in, in, a, in a, these situations and and I think that that's something that is very very positive I, I, I think evolution with, with the examiners and and certainly with CSBS and 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 you know this program um, they, they you know, they had they had said we're we're not this is not trying to be a gotcha. This is really trying to help improve your your cyber risk management. Is
2: there is there anything that I didn't ask you that you'd like to point out, comment on?
3: i don't know, you're back actually pretty thorough. <laughs> well, I loved your question. <laughs> is it ever gonna end? <laughs> um because I, like I said jokingly, but I do ask that question. Yeah. Um, cause, you know, but, but you, you, I mean, you've got, you know, this is, this is great. And, you know, my, my, my hope, um, you know, the, the, the goal with all of this, the goal with what they're doing, the goal with what we're doing, the goal with what um, the risk framework folks are doing is, is all about trying to understand um and mitigate risk as best as best you can and uh
0: so you know this, this is good stuff
1: we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors
0: this podcast was brought to you by penny Mac tpo visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness PennyMac TPO is a Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply.
1: Here's the rest of your headlines for today, September 27th. Two different monthly housing prices index found essentially the same thing happening in the housing market during the summer. Rising home prices hit the brakes. Both the FHFA House Price Index and the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Index reported declining housing prices nationwide but we're not seeing all markets cool at the same pace. Housing markets in relatively affordable Midwest and East Coast metro areas are holding up better than anywhere else in the country. A new Redfin report found that almost all of the housing markets cooling fastest are those West Coast metros that were pandemic migration hotspots. In other news, Fannie Mae announced the launch of its multifamily positive rent payment reporting pilot program that's intended to help renters build the credit history and improve their credit score. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T. G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Wolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.